everybody, what's up? It's Tipping the Scales. I'm your girl, Shay Dawson. I'm Tania Rivers. What's up, Tippers? What's up? I see you representing your son today, Tania. My girl, I gotta show the Tippers. You guys see? Hey. Hey, Mikhail over here. Mikhail Bridges, baby. <laughs> I'm Balling so right excited now. about the playoffs. You have no idea. Let's like, talk about it, though. Yes, like this is the stuff that excites me that, I mean, I got a lot going on, right? Like, a lot. Um. Got a new gig coming up, so that's super exciting about that. Everybody give her a hand. Round of applause. We're excited for you. So exciting. Go. Like it's an amazing opportunity. Great company. Excited to be an excellent and strategic partner uh, to my new CEO, which we'll talk about later. We'll save the big so deal on that. But it's super exciting and really, you know how passionate I am about creating amazing cultures where employees are engaged and can be their most authentic selves. So that's going to give me the opportunity to do that at a really big, at a really big, on a really big scale for, for a big public company. So very excited. Oh my God. Super excited for right? your smile right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're so, it, it's, it's an exciting time. And then as I look, you know, I don't know about you, but the air and the energy on the court is so much different in the playoffs than it is in a regular season, right? Oh my God, yes. And everything means so much more. Every little yes. thing, every time you enter, mm -hmm. sit down, you get your drink, <laughs> you get back to your seat. Like everything is just so like strategic. It's very strategic. And the, you know, I you always, you know, I don't know if you ever watched um Rocky, right? I love that yeah. movie. I could watch all the Rockies a thousand times. <laughs> 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 but I always tell Mikel, like, yo, bro. You better have the eye on the eye of the tiger when you go out there. Right? Eye so of the tiger. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. But you can see it. You can just feel oh the energy. So right. Uh, playoff game starts this weekend on Sunday. So I'm like super pumped to to just be in the house and represent. I won't be able to make all the playoff games like last time because I'm starting a new job at the same right. around the same time. But um, I'll get to as many games as I can, and no mama be rooting from afar wherever I'm at. I love yeah. that, and I actually saw an interesting stat the other day, ah. and it said five of the NBA's 15 highest paid players this year mm -hmm. only played about one season's worth of uh, combined, and that was Anthony Davis, uh -huh. 40 games at 35.4 mil. Clay uh -huh. Thompson, 32 games at 37.9 mil. Wow. Damian Lillard, 29 games, 39.3 mil. Kawhi, zero games, 39.3 mil. John wow. Wall, zero games, 44.3. And then your sons over here. <laughs> Mikael Bridges has not missed a game in four years in the NBA. He's played in 331 out of a possible 331 games. You better do it, Mikael. And I mean, on top of that, he hasn't missed any college games either. So you got to add that on. Yes. That, that, let me tell you something. That boy got the work ethic of his mama. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. That's yes. the eye of the tiger right there. Wow. <laughs> Man, kudos to you, Mikael. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Shout out Super to excited. My, shout out to my kid. Mama yeah, loves you. you. Keep, keep doing your thing. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of kids, I mean, what a perfect, look at you. You, you got that sister brain See going on. You always, See what I did there? You always feed me that goodness, girl. Um, <laughs> oh, tell your Buddhist, tell your Buddhist, stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't nothing but a hater. The hate is in you today and I'm not going to receive it. Okay. <laughs> tell brother Muhammad we, we recording right now. <laughs> you know what? 
You showing sorry. You showing off your bad little girl. I'll get you. I'll get you later. But speaking of, speaking of kids, yes. what a perfect transition because today's topic uh, came from a tipper. So shout out to you. Uh, thank you, Chris uh, Duncan, uh, one of our tippers who gave us uh, the topic of co-parenting and 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 your role as a step parent. And I, I'm going to add a layer onto that as well because you know, for me, like me entering in a new relationship. Brother Muhammad has kids as a younger child and um, have like split custody. So we should also talk about and dive in how it is to manage and be in a relationship with someone who has a younger kid because their availability and things like that are different um, and yes. can be challenging for folks yes. who are empty nesters like me when I can just be like, let's go, let's go, let's bounce. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, and it's like, <laughs> I can't. Got my kids. Sorry. Right. So I think it's just a really good topic to unpack. We have a lot of people who are dealing with that where they may be in a co-parenting situation or they have a stepchildren, a stepchild, or mm -hmm. they have broken up or separated um, from a spouse, from a significant other, from someone in their life, and they now have to raise children together in separate households. Right. So, so much goodness to unpack there. But I do believe that we could be very helpful to our tippers. Yeah, especially, I mean, I am someone who is getting married to someone who has a child who yeah. I love. And they were actually supposed to come this weekend and plans got deterred. And I'm very sad because oh. I love me some Zoe. Yeah, um, I know how much you love. Shout out to little Zoe. Shout it's out been, to Zoe. I'm sure she's so big. I mean, when I was look, when I met her for the first time, she was a little button. Yep. So I'm sure she's like, a, <laughs> she's, a, she's, she's growing. She's now. a big button now. Yeah. Oh. And so how old I just, is she I, now? She's 10. She was oh. four when I came into her life. So that's what I, yeah, I met her what, yeah. back in the six or days. How old was she? Like it, six? Four or six. Yeah. Four or five, six. One <sighs> of those. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's insane. So yeah, I miss bringing her to work, you know, to the Sixers games, you know, her running the back halls, taking pictures with Joel Embiid and doing her whole thing. Um, and that was the fun part of it. But there are some challenges that sure. come with that as well, um, especially when you're not the primary parent. Yeah, you do have your opinions. You do have, you know, you're you're observing most of the time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and knowing your place, knowing when to step in, um, or telling your partner that you're happy to, um, you know, help in certain areas, but try not to overstep your boundaries. I am not a disciplinarian when it comes to Zoe. I do not do any of the discipline. I might yeah. share a few things or a few suggestions um, to Nafis. Um, but ultimately, it's his job and his the mother of his child. It's their job to parent their child. That's how I feel. And um, I always say I'm here as a supplement. Like, I, I will become the bonus parent. I do not expect Zoe to call me mom or anything like that. I will always be Shay Shay. I love being Shay Shay anyway. That's cute. Shay -Shay. When she says that, it just makes it just makes my heart melt. Yeah. So um, that's kind of how I feel. Um, and I, I've also seen the other side of it when it's when it's not so good. But we we it. it it took a long time to get to this place that we're in. I think that they have a good relationship. They have a flow. Um, I am not involved in their decision-making process at all. I, I take a step back. Um, yeah, one, because sure. I don't think it's my place. So I don't know. What do you think about that? No, that's a lot. I, I, look, I agree. I especially agree in terms of being a disciplinarian. Now, the, the cool thing about your relationship is that she likes you. She respects you. You guys have a great relationship. Mm -hmm. So how that is going to grow and manifest is going to be very much differently as she become a young woman as a teenager and then, you know, a full, a full woman. Yeah, yeah. Because what's going to happen is, although you're not the disciplinarian, 
just me knowing you for who you are and I know how you show up in her life is you're going to be someone that she respects and looks up to. So, so. right? For sure. A hundred percent. And although you may not be the disciplinarian, you're going to be a coach and a mentor. You know, the things that you've been doing throughout your life that's going to really serve you, be very purposeful now in her life, right? So, and and what that looks like and how that shows up, it's going to be different. It's going to be like, Shay, I want your advice. It could be on, you know, hairstyles, you know, both with your natural hair. It could be about, oh, you know, boys, it's going to be, it's going to have a, a lot of different topics, but I do think that's important in terms of that relationship because there are times where, you know, children or young adults may have something they just want to talk about and maybe is different than from their parents. And I just encourage you to be mindful of that. So although you're not the disciplinarian, you very much can show up differently in terms of being someone who's an advocate in her life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to love her. I'm definitely going to listen to her. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to both of him and the mother of his child, whatever their recommendations are for me. Um, I'm going to take all of that into account. I'm just wondering um, for you going Mm -hmm. into a new situation. Mm -hmm. um, Obviously, you're just it's just beginning. So it's not even there. But I'm just thinking, you know, it's very new and very fresh. Yeah, down the road. But like, what what's your take on, you know, approaching that from an early stages? Um, yeah, like I mean, so right now is very new. I, I, I met his daughter, one of his daughters, the younger, the youngest daughter. She's 16. I met her last week. Um, he had a get a get his brother had like a wine and cheese tasting and at his house. Oh, nice. And I met her. She's a very nice young woman. Um, very beautiful, too. And it was it was it was great. So for me very much like you, like it's new, but over time, you know, I'm just someone like by the time, you know, it gets to be, you know, we really had the chance to spend some time together. She'll probably be on her way off to college. Um, But I just want to be someone, um, if it continues to grow and, you know, our relationship blossoms, I just want to be someone who, you know, who she knows that she has someone, like you said, a bonus person um, in, in her life that can help. And I'm there for her for anything, you know, like my job is like, I'm, I love my person and I'm mm-hmm. going to love anything that's an offspring of my person. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's important for me. Like the love that I have for him is be very much the love that I have for his children and everyone around him. And not just that, like his family members, everyone will be, anyone who's connected to him is an extension of him and they have my full heart just like he does. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I feel the same way. I love Nafisa's family as well. Um, and uh, there's lots of funny, uh, like I have Zoeisms. I have a list of those in my phone. <laughs> yeah, she cute. was little and she used to have a list. Uh, I would just, like, she would say things like, um, the zombies, like a zombie, mm-hmm. but I don't know why she said, or she said garage, like in the garage. Like mm-hmm. there was just all these like little things that make me laugh. There's lots of good moments. And then there were some sad moments too. Like yeah. one time she told me, you're not my mom. Oh my God, when I tell you That's hurtful. I've been told that I, before in, in a previous relationship. Yeah. When I tell you that when she said that, I literally wanted to die. Like I was yeah. just like, I don't know why it hurt so bad, but <laughs> Yeah. But look, here's the foundation, right? Because anytime we talk about anything, you know, for me, I'm an analogy queen. It's just yeah, who I, I am. <laughs> yeah. But everything, like, so let's look at it building a house, right? Like so. Before, one of the first things you have to do is like build the foundation, right? So the groundwork, mm-hmm. all the things that's going to have the house be stable and stand up, 
it's the same thing. So when I look at whether it be a co-parenting, a step-parent right. or whatever it is, the relationship is important. And when I say the relationship, is not yet with the relationship with the child. It's a relationship that you have with the parents. Like the parents got to be on the same page in that same vein. Yeah. And if that is out of line, then it's going to cause friction in everyone's life, including the yeah. child. So right. first things first is those parents. So like not, so we're not talking about us as the third party. We're talking about the true parents who are raising the child together. They need to one be very much respectful for each other. If there's anything going on, then you know they need to put all the personal shit that they had in their lives aside and, and be a bigger and better person for their mm -hmm. children. So that means if it was a rough breakup, whatever it is, is over. We accept that it's over. That's important. Mm -hmm. And then now it is, how can we be, how can they be very respectful of each other so they can make sure that they given their kid the best life that they can, they can provide but it starts with the two of them. That's essential. And I would say being, yes, and that's the case. And so for someone who's a third party like myself, I think it was important for me not to add fuel to the fire, not hmm. to, when he would, you know, get frustrated with certain things or the communications that they've had to not let my personal feelings get involved and not gas him up, you know, and not say like, well, this, that, well, you know, my my role, this is what I did was tell me more. Let me see how I can help. Let me give you maybe a woman's perspective of how she might be feeling, mm -hmm. you know, because you might have heard the thing, her words, but you might not have understood where it came from as sure. a woman. Like, obviously, I don't have a child of my own, but these are the things you can consider. And as someone who knows you well and knows how you handle things and execute things, maybe I can give you some perspective on. Maybe she's not talking about that one thing. Maybe she's talking about the steps it takes to get to that point. Sure. And so my job was always to give perspective and to help and to not add fuel to the fire. I always remove myself like, this is not my fight. Even yeah. if she wanted to contact me, I felt like that's between you yeah, and the father of your child out. and not me. Yeah. I, I don't have a horse in the race. Yeah. I'm here to support. I'm here to be the bonus and the extra. Yeah. And it was really, it was actually really easy for me to do that. Some mm -hmm. people would have been like, I would have been like, but, and I'm like, that doesn't help. So yeah. why would I, why would I bring toxic energy into a situation that's already working itself out? Like if something's trying to work itself out, you don't add fuel to the fire. You, yeah. You be that support. And I, but also Nafis made me feel secure in my role as his woman. And he always made it about the parenting and always made it about the children. So I never really had any issues with that's him. Great. I just had advice on how I think he could do better so that she wouldn't be as upset or frustrated with him in dealing with different things they had to handle for their child. Yeah, I, I so. think that's great. And I know everyone approaches that very much differently. It depends yes. on the relationship that you have and how long you've been around. Because like for me, you know, my dad who raised me, although it wasn't my biological dad, he was in my life who I regard him as my father. He raised me. And yeah. I was like, what? five years old or four when he came into my life. So he was a disciplinarian. He was, I mean, like he was, he, that's my father. So right. he was a disciplinarian. He, right. he, he pretty much had the say even more so than my mom. <laughs> oh, I love it though. Um, but your mom was, gave him that power. I'm sure. Right. So it depends, right. right? It's so many different factors. It's not like a one size fit all type situation. 
It depends on how long you've been in the child's life, you know, what your relationship is with both parents, especially the parent who's not in the household, um, because that's important. But, you know, I do I do love the fact that you, you basically say I'm staying in my own lane, but I'm mm. there for support. I'm there for advice. And I think that's what we sometimes where things go wrong. And I've seen it before, especially in, you know, I've, I was in a relationship for so long for 10 years yeah. and um, he had a child and we all lived, you know, we lived together. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really wasn't much of a disciplinarian. I would, you know, let his dad handle that. But I was very much yeah. involved in everything else. Like I'm cooking for the children. I'm dropping them off for school. Like I'm doing things. And, you know, so it, the most important thing for me was how do I make sure that this kid feels special? Because yes. it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be so natural with Mikkel and I. Like I'm, I, you know, I'm, you know, I was a single parent and had full, you know, full responsibility of him. And, you know, we are just naturally super close. Right. So the whole the time that we were together, the number one thing that I always had in my mind is like, how could I I don't want him to feel like an outsider. I want this child to feel special. I want this child to know that I love him. I want this child to to know that, you know, he's just as special as my child. And that's the hardest part. It is very, very difficult because, of course, you have this special connection with your with your offspring and and you have to work extra hard as a step parent or a co-parent you you have to yeah well luckily zoe is so loving mm-hmm. so she's such a good girl and i think they did a really good job with her like and she's great. so respectful and she's so that. just like expressive and she shares her deepest innermost thoughts and it's just the cutest so I really don't have any complaints there. I really never had a problem developing a relationship with her at all. Um, so even when she said, you're not my mom, she didn't, she wasn't saying it maliciously. It was more of like a actual realization of like, let me just let you know, like that I know, like, and I was like, I think that's why it hurt so much. Cause it's like, yeah. she's like this little human who kind of knows the world. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely I think, think that's that super like, sweet. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was sad, but it was funny too at the same time. Um, I love that. Yeah. And and Nafis explained like, you know, you, we know she's not your mother. And like, you know, she we, we talked about it all this as a, as a, th- as a, yeah. as a now, three I've unit, the, but it was funny. Now I've been on the opposite side of that where an act um, that I live with um, and he had his daughter was probably 15, 16 at the time. And she's just going through a lot of different things in her yeah. life. and the lash out was against the parents. And of course it was me because I, you know, we lived together and that was very tough, you know, so. Tough in what way? Emotionally? Did it hurt or is it Yeah, because well, one, one, you know, she just was very disrespectful and, you know, not just towards me, but towards her father and towards her mother. So that disrespect, you know, it wasn't personal. So she was going through something. Yeah, Yeah, I was going through things. We all go through things as a teenager. I don't, I don't fault her for, you know, times like that, you need support. But being in, living in a house where the disrespect is coming, like, I don't tolerate that. And I'm not, I was not used to it because, you know, Mikhail's older now. He's a grown ass man. He's 25 years old. And we joke and we play, but <laughs> he knows, like, I don't, I, he's, he's never disrespected me. Like, I don't play mm-hmm. that. Six, seven, oh, I will climb that tree and knock his ass right down to the ground. <laughs> 
love you, boo, but you gonna go down. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have not my mother and my brother, their relationship. I'm not similar. I'm not used to that. Yeah. And it was very different. And I was just really, again, not trying to give, trying to talk to her, but more so to her father to say, okay, like here are some things on how this needs to be handled. And, you know, she's just crying out for support and attention and yeah. you have to figure out a way. But we also have to check the disrespect because it's just what you, you can't let kids disrespect you at all. Like you have to have structure and, you know, and, 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 and expectations, because once yeah. you lose sight of that, then it becomes a very slippery slope downhill yeah. from there. Yeah. And on the other side of that, too, um, and I'm a huge advocate of respecting children and some people come into a relationship and resent that child and they are disrespectful to that child, which in turn, not okay. you know, that begets disrespect. So yeah. if you are in a situation, you have to really, really be intentional about how you're speaking to that child. Sure. Um, yep. How you're handling that child. We don't know how fragile their situation is. We don't know what they're feeling, what they're going through, not having both their parents yeah. together. And you are filling it's that space and taking some of that attention away from them because that parent is trying to manage a, a, a romantic relationship and then also a, a loving you know, relationship with their child. So I think respecting kids is huge. Um, listening to them not manipulating their love, not using them for your personal agendas and telling them, hey, can you go get that remote? Hey, can you watch the kids yeah, and their not, child they're themselves? Your, they're not your little servants. They're, they're, they're not there for you. to. Yeah, yes. exactly. And and I think that it's our responsibility as adults um, to understand that and do the work to, um, yeah, like when you enter into a relationship with someone who has children, Yes, you have to shift everything. So that's a decision you need to make if you can do that before you enter into that union, because it now is your responsibility to um, lead by example, you know, um, protect that child from outside harm, um, sure. you know, um, um, talk about stressful life events, be, you know, an ear. And like when you do that, like you, to your point about building the foundation. I think all of that is helpful too, because I know when my mom didn't date, she, I can count two people on my hands that she dated when I was a young kid. And one of them tried to be too friendly too early. And I was like, Ur! right? Like, nah, I don't really know you like that. I, they didn't really work, you know? And then there was one who just kind of was just around. You need anything? I'm going to the store, you know? And like little by little, like build that trust with me. And even to this day, I still revere them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's different ways you can do it and you just have to be very intentional about it and understand that like, it's not yeah. easy accepting a new person yeah. in your parents' life. So Yeah, I, I, I agree 100% with you. And that is, again, that goes back to where we started was that it's so important for those three adults to have very respectful relationships of each other, especially you as that third party is you need to check your emotions at the door and know that this kid has nothing to do with your feelings against that child's parent, right? Because I think oftentimes where you see the disconnect is not like a child is a child. It's nothing personal against the child, mm -hmm. but because of how whoever the parent is, the lack of respect that they have for the child's parent, that's when the drama starts to enter the relationship where you're pretty much taking whatever it is out that you have on that parent onto that child 
And that's just mm-hmm. never going to be okay. And that's not mm-hmm. fair to the child. Like the, the, the child deserves everything, um, all the love in the world that you can provide. And if you are not wired and if you can't be the mature adult that you need to mm-hmm. be to give the child the love that they deserve, then you don't need to enter that relationship. And you certainly mm-hmm. need to be in a, in a place where you're living with the child because that needs to be rectified first. Mm-hmm. You got to first rectify the relationship with the parent before you can enter into the child's life. That's like, that. Mu- that's that's a must happen because Absolutely. there's no way you can move in and, and be a part of that child's life when you're just so angry and bitter towards the child's parent. And I know that's a lot because people will take you there. People will push yeah. your buttons. People yeah. will disrespect you. Correct. But you can, you know, you have to be the bigger person for that child. And I know that that's saying a lot and it's easier said than done. Um, because I have never dealt with any baby mama drama. Um, and I won't, I refuse to. And Same. I typically date older, you know, because I prefer that kids are out of the way um and you know are moved on and old like my like my child empty nesting yeah that they're empty Um, nesting that that's my preference but you know again there's situations like now where you know you don't always get what you prefer to have and you have to make the best of it but you certainly can't go into that relationship you know with unresolved feelings emotions bitterness anger towards the parent you forgiveness needs to be injected immediately and I know that's not easy to forgive people. So, and it's, it's an adjustment. You. It is yeah, a huge easy. adjustment to make room yeah. for more. But if you can, if you can find it in your heart to like just peel back the layers little mm-hmm. by little, not go fast, go slow, and try to understand. You know, obviously your partner in that situation. Empathize with what that person has to go through now that mm-hmm. they're. Um, taking on a new relationship and ending and may and and, I, and even when they're not together, it's still they're still parenting with someone they were in a relationship with. So sure. that's also an extra layer. And then the child having to experience that. And I'll also say, like, it gets I've, I've experienced a lot of um, split households um, working with athletes. And it's so hard. It's mm. so hard because it's so hard. A lot of the times, the circumstances, people move on and get into other relationships, but maybe haven't resolved things or, you know, things aren't on good terms. And then I've also seen it where there are really good relationships, too, that you can point to. But when I've seen it bad is when one person is still still has feelings for the other. That's and the parenting right there. And parenting needs to get done, but it can't get done because the child is being used as a a, a pawn or as a hurtful um, thing to one parent or the other depends, depending on who has custody. And And we can really do a lot of, we can really do a lot of damage as adults to kids. And that's what happens. And I think that's why we all have to make sure when we're entering a relationship or exiting a relationship with someone that we can really figure it out. And I think a lot of people need to know their rights um, as parents um, whether it's uh, a man or a woman duties, or whoever and your responsibilities. Right? Yeah. That, right. That's your responsibility. No, no, your, know your legal responsibilities and know your legal options to take the necessary steps because sometimes you can't figure it out. Just you and that person. Sometimes you do need a third party to mediate. Sometimes even go to court yeah. because it's, you can't understand 
what to do while you're in it because you're feeling so angry um, and you're feeling this way about somebody and you just know what you want on your side and you're never going to think about what the other person wants. And it's not like you guys are both thinking about each other. It's like, no, I need him to do this. No, I need her to do this. And it's like the child is being hurt in the process and no one's thinking about the child, but they think they are. So, yeah. And that's the sad part. And I'm glad that you mentioned that, Shay, because we cannot use children as pawns. Like that, that is just so unacceptable. We have to figure out again, how can I improve the relationship with my child's parent? Because that is what's going to help us be the best parents to the child or the children. And, you know, you talked about getting help. You know, we, we talk about this all the time on our pod where we say, don't be afraid to reach out to get assistance. And sometimes maybe going to a therapist or a counselor, someone you can talk to and say, like, we're struggling. We pretty much never liked each other, I mean, you know, to the point that it almost feels like hatred. And yeah. we need to fix this so that we can so we can stand up and be the best parents for our child or our children. So, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to do that. And I think once we can realize that there's something bigger than ourselves, that's what's really going to help us be able to propel and, and, and help be the best parent for our kids. And I think right. that's what we have to do. So you are dealing with someone who's challenging. That person hurts you. One, we got to tap into that forgiveness, which we, I always say, even though it's very hard to do, <laughs> but if you are having time just co-parenting, because this is someone who is very difficult. Because look, there are some people who have very difficult exes that yes. it's not easy, not even to just co- with, co-parent with them. It's just hard to even have a conversation with someone on the phone because yeah. they're just knuckleheads or yeah. narcissists or very disrespectful. Like get get help because you need it. Yeah. And don't try to be this super person, superman, superwoman, super whoever you are. Don't try to be that person. Get the help so that way you know how to appropriately communicate with them. Yeah. And build community and ask other people who are in similar situations, get their perspective. Sometimes getting other people's perspective and what they're going through helps to subside some of that anxiety that you're feeling um, because you can't get to a result that you want immediately or you feel like you're not getting through to the other parent or vice versa and build that community and ask questions. Hey, you know, what did you guys do now that you're at this great place? I'd love to try and explore those options and sure. and then try tactics, right? Like different tactics. Um, each time you communicate, you know, try to just play into, you know, our psyche and what someone needs. Like, what is that person's needs? I know you talked about the five needs um, of people in a relationship, right? And it was like, well, what do people need in a, in a, in a exiting or what do people need in a breakup from that mm-hmm. other person? Like really try and, especially if you want to be in that child's life, um, you know, there's work to be done. And so, mm-hmm. sure. you know, don't give up, Absolutely. but like, don't try and do it your way. Get opinions of others who've been through it because there is something about the human behavior that's very similar that you can take and kind of um, try to manufacture your own way uh, yeah. through this, like these murky waters. Cause yeah. it's not easy. It is, it not, is easy not easy to co-parent. Easy. It's not easy to be a step parent or a bonus parent or a bonus, whatever. It's not easy. And again, if you lead with love and selflessness, things will get better. And if they don't, then you know what to do. Either you find out your rights and you only communicate through certain means, whether that's email, whether that's only text, 
Uh, you know, like there, there are things Find you can way. do to kind of, yeah. to create boundaries that, that won't, you know, allow yeah. you to act out of character, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's lead with love, right? Like that is the most important thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, whatever situation that you're in is, is lead with love. And I think, you know, you have to remember, and, and this is like the number one rule, the child always comes first. Mm. And that is hard sometimes. Like hard. Even, even for me. But it's like, easy. It's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's hard, but it's easy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely hard, especially, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. Like I'm, I like to come first. <laughs> I want to be the focus. It. I want to be your focus and your priority. See, and I don't, I don't mind coming second. Yeah. Um, but I know when I have to, and, and, right. and I know when I need to take a step back and, and understand what my role is and my position. So that, but I'm just being honest, like I'm a super competitive person. <laughs> Everyone knows that about me. Yeah. Um, and I need and, to be more competitive. And I, and I like to be, I like to be the queen, you know what I'm saying? And nah, sometimes Zoe's it, a queen. Zoe's a queen in my it, world. Uh, but sometimes you got to be able to st- take the crown off and step back. And that's, you know, what you have to do in certain situations and, and, and be flexible because like for me, like entering in a situation where someone has a kid, it's like their priority is going to shift. Their availability is not going to be the same as mine because I'm an empty nester and there's no, I have one child who's grown. So I can just pick up and go whenever I exactly. want. I'm like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. But, you know, now that I'm dealing with someone who has a child who's younger, the schedule is different. There, there is an actual schedule of availability. And, and things have, change. Yeah. And you don't have time. Yeah. And, like, I, and I just have to like, oh, okay. I have to accept that sit back and kind of work around the schedule in order to make it work. So you have to be able to, to, to have that boundaries. level of flexibility. Yeah. But there's also boundaries. Don't let that person use that excuse every time either. Oh, like oh, I, I oh, had to set those 100%. boundaries too. Like, like, okay. <laughs> all right. I got you. All right. You're going to cancel today. That's cool. But, but let's work on. Yeah. It yeah, can be all the time. Yeah. No, <laughs> look, you're at, you're at a 16 year old. It's not like a lot of cancels or something sure. happened. Sure. But it's mainly around like, I don't have the availability. Like, no, I can't go with you to go do True. this on this date because my ch- my daughter is here. And it's like, okay. And me and you know, Nafis have that too. Like, and being respectful of that. Like, we I, have to turn down, you know, invites to stuff. We're like, oh, sorry, we got Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Exactly. And, and, then, and, and the difference is like, I'm only outside because, you know, our relationship is just so new. So it's not like us, it's like them mm-hmm. and me. So mm-hmm. it's more so like, understanding that and conceptualizing that because that is hard. Like, it's just, I'm just, it's different for you because you guys are all doing things together. Yeah. And now because it's so new, like we're working on our relationship and our bond before we really start making this a whole type family situation. Absolutely. And and, and, and until that happens, you have to like- I'm excited. Yeah, me too. But you have to kind (laughs) of- You're so silly. I can't even with you. But you have to like know your role and 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 again understand that the child is always going to come first and, and you have to respect that because look, so is mine. <laughs> like he, he's a grown man. And and, okay. and 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 he says today, like, I don't care what we have going on. Mom, I need you. I want the next thing. I want the next thing to, Done. to, to, not, yeah. to Phoenix. It's a wrap. Deuces. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. I understand. I respect yep. it because I'm a parent and, yep. and, and, and my kid is, is a priority in my life. So I totally understand. And parenting, the, the beautiful part about parenting is that it never stops. Never. No matter how old your child is, it's always going to be your child because 
Every time I'm around my mom, it's mommy. It's um, I don't care how old I get. That is my mom. And my right? brother and my mom's relationship is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. He will always need her counsel. He will always need her advice. And she it's just like he was a young, young Malcolm. And he's that's awesome. So I totally know what you mean. If she needed to go to Turkey tomorrow, she'd be on the next thing. She's like, what? So. What you need? What you need from me? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So look, I think the other thing too is when we think about all the different things is you, you we talked about being flexible and, and having the ability to adjust. You have to do that. Like there's going to be times where you will need to adjust whatever, whether it be a plan, talk a about it, date, mm. a situation, whatever mm. it is, like you have to be able to adjust. And adjusting sometimes is hard, especially when you got your heart set on something. But you know, you have to be willing to make things work. It's funny because <laughs> I got a story too. <laughs> no, right? Because you know, right? So I'm like, okay. I saw with today is Friday. Um, Brother Muhammad was here Wednesday. And I just know I got all this stuff going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to see him before I go. I'm going to Phoenix, but um, his daughter's there now. So I, and I leave tomorrow morning to go to Phoenix. And then when I get back, his daughter's there. So I was like, oh shoot. So what am I going to see him? I'm like, okay, I got to wait <laughs> all the way to next Saturday. <laughs> you do. You do. I'm like, okay, I got to, but this is like, but again, that goes back to my point that you have to be willing to adjust and, and understand that there takes a level of flexibility and understanding when someone has a child. So. Yes. Oh, my God. So last story. And mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm telling this, but I just, it just popped up to my memory. Yeah, it's tell, funny. tell, tell. So one time uh, we thought, Nafisa and I thought we were taking Zoe um, Halloween trick-or-treating on Halloween. So we get dressed up in these superhero costumes. I mean, the whole night. I got like my <laughs> bandana over my eyes. He's got his fake muscles on. And we're so excited. We're like waiting. So we're like cute. waiting until, until she comes. She changes her mind. She calls and she says... You know, like daddy, like um, I want to go with my cousins, and we had to act. We had to act. I just we we literally, yeah, we had to act like it was okay. But when I tell you, we were so sad because we wanted to show off our costumes, so we just drank at the house in our superhero outfits. Oh, that's too cute. But it was it was so cute because we were um, just like. Is, is there a picture? Is there a recording of that superhero? Oh, uh, yeah, there actually is. There actually is. I have a, I, I have a video. Oh, and I have a picture. But we were just over there like, cheers. We were so I, sad. I think <laughs> I'm going to need to see that because that is everything. <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny, but it was also like she was like so excited. We were like, okay, have fun. We really wanted to be like, no. Yeah. You know, it's but funny. adjusting is, is part of the game. It's so. it's a necessity. It's like Spend all that money on those costumes. Well, you can, there's always Halloween another yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing too is, um, you know, you said you said it, which which is important is like, especially for people who are newly dating, like don't let people use your children as an excuse because people do that mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that they desire to do. Like mm-hmm. there just needs to be some clear cut boundaries and like anything else in life, there needs to be yeah. really good communication because you, you, like you said, it can't be just like, oh, my child, my child, my child. Like if something is important to you and look, we, 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 I think we talked about this before too. Things Go ahead, that preacher. are. <laughs> Go ahead, things, preacher. You going somewhere. Things that are important to you, you make time for in your life. Mm. 
And that's just how it is. Like I am mm. a busy, I'm busy as hell. I'm a senior executive. I have a lot going on, you know, and Same. my time is very much limited. Right. 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 But right. the things that we care about, we make time about. So I know that I'm entering in a new relationship. I make time for it. And it's the same expectation. So even right. if you as a parent, if you're ready, like there's times where you may need to be resolving something or your child may be going through something or you may be going through something and you don't have time for dating because that's your priority and yeah. you don't have the opportunity to really invite someone else in that space at that juncture. However, once you have decided that you are ready to let someone else on in your space, you have to make yes. time for that person. You do. Although you do have a child, like you have to figure out something to factor them into your plan. So Boom. You know, in, in time, you know, as you spend more time with each other, you get to know and the relationship yeah. is at a certain place where now that child can, that person can be around your child. But until that happens, you have to make sure that you're being flexible for you and, and, and really understanding that that person, that new love interest, that person that you are courting, that that person needs your time too. That's just super important. If you go want ahead, to T. go anywhere. Go ahead, T. Mm. <laughs> I don't got nothing else to add. That's beautiful. So. Look, so we, we wanted to make sure that on our pod that we are talking about things that are important to you. So I think what we should do is just like put something out on the gram with a question so that will, you know, in terms of what topics that you want to hear and what's important to you, what's near and dear to your heart. So that way you can respond and that way we'll have something that we can see opposed to you having to reach out to us individually or reaching out to us on, um, on whatever, whatever social is your preferred, uh, whether it be the Instagram or Twitter, I think we should just put something out there so that you guys can respond and let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, and I challenge some of our tippers to favorite our videos, share them with people um, using the little airplane option and um, tag a few people. Um, Yeah, help us out on Instagram and and with awareness if you really like what we're doing here. And uh, we'll really appreciate that. And uh, we'll give you some love on the on the IG. So sharing is caring. So make sure to like, look, we, we, we thank you for continuing to follow Tipping the scales wherever you get your podcast, but tell a friend, phone a friend, share it with someone else, someone that you know. Like we want to continue to grow our yes. tip, you know, our 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 tipping family. So if you love it and you like what you're hearing, share it. Tell someone else about it so that we can can continue to expand our reach and be able to continue down that path of healing and growing together in, in one community. Yep. Love you guys. Love Peace. you. Have a great day. See ya. <laughs>